Worthy Cakes and Supplies. It's the best way to eat cake. Let me tell you why. Miss Worthy and Family makes every cake you can think of with love as the ingredient. Red Velvet, which is a fan favorite, birthday cake, and my all-time favorite, chocolate peanut butter, and many more. And if it's your slice of cake, get it? Cake? Anyway, they custom make cakes gluten-free and keto too. So, there's something out there for everybody. Made in mason jars as well as custom cakes designed, made at request. You can visit them at the Winter Garden location at 13391 West Colonial Drive or at www.worthycakes.com. You can also get your cake supplies there too. Worthy Cakes and Supplies, it's the best way to eat cake. Hey, what's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. And I know y'all like, what? He didn't tell us that he had an episode. But yes, I do. I do have one because that's how I do. No, um, this was completely spontaneous. You know, uh, Tony and I, which you guys will get to know here in a moment, had been conversing. I actually did a show a few weeks ago. And, you know, I decided to return the favor by interviewing him. So we're going to get to know him a little bit better. Um, just some housekeeping things, just to let you guys know, obviously. Um, you can catch me on all social media uh, platforms, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram. Uh, why are you laughing, man? What you laughing at me for? I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He'll tell me later. Uh, he's laughing at me. You laughing at me? Did I do yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Reggie's, R-E-G-G-E-E, uh, S underscore expressions. And then on Facebook, and YouTube, Reggie's Expressions, R-E-G-G-E-E, apostrophe S, Expressions. So um, everything has been going good. This is episode 17. I told y'all this year um, or this season, I'm actually going to be doing 20 episodes as opposed to um, the 15 that I normally do. And I just wanted to extend it because I feel like this season has been getting away from me. Everything has been super easy. You know, the notary stuff is doing well. Um well, with the exception of today, because I had some errors that I had to fix. But, you know, for the most part, everything has been going uh, going great. And, um, you know, I ain't got no complaints. You guys listened to the episode last week where I was talking about the apology I didn't know I needed. I do have an update with that. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Probably have its own episode. But, um, yeah, you know, some people never change. That's pretty much all I can say about that. So, um, yeah, we're going to get right into it. Um, as I said, I do have Mr. Tony Tone from uh, Growth from a Veteran. Is that right? Did I get that wrong? It's uh, it's Growth Talks from a Veteran. Oh, see, that'll that'll do it. That'll that'll do it. Let me edit that real quick. Real quick, Growth Talks. So sorry. It's all good, man. 
So tell us, tell us how you doing today, man? How's it? How's it going? How you doing? I'm I'm doing all right today, man. Uh, today it was a uh, it was one of them days, you know. Uh, it, I mean, typical Monday stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's pretty cool today. Um, now, like I'm just, you know, having a, a time winding down and whatnot. So I've been planning for this day uh, since you told me about it yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, I decided to take a nap and all that. And I looked at the clock, and you hit me up, and I'm like. All right, yeah, he want to start a little early, but then I'm like, ah, oh, damn, it's the time difference. I'm in Chicago right now, so, <laughs> right, so right. I'm I'm lucky that uh, like you hit me up because I definitely uh, would have like been hitting you up like about seven o'clock, like, hey man, like you ready? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, there's like you said, there's an hour difference, and I actually get off work at seven, so you know, for me it was perfect time, and I wanted to make sure I didn't have any additional things that I needed to to get done in terms of uh, notaries and all that stuff. So I just kind of pushed that aside because I knew I was going to have this conversation with you. So um, Tony and I, uh, or Tony and I got to know each other from uh, Black Podcasters Association from the group there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Very good group. And it, you know, it's it's really good at uh, forging relationships with, you know, like-minded people who happen to be all in the podcasting space, whether you're, you know, the content creator or host or or whatever the case may be. But that's how we met. Um, and one night I just was like, you know, we had bounced a few messages off of each other. And um, I saw that he was on and I was like, hey, man, you know, you know, you mind passing the mic? And, you know, <laughs> lo and behold, uh, you had me on and, and ended up being in a, a whole hour and a half conversation, you know, but very similar and in, in, and the and the fact that we both were military, I was in the army. You're in the Marines currently, right? Navy, Navy. So, yeah. man, come on, what am I doing today? I come on, Reggie, get it's your facts Monday, right, man. It's a Monday. Well, today's Things Tuesday. Go right on Monday, man. Today's Tuesday, man. <laughs> <laughs> today's a Tuesday. So, is it? Um, yeah, today's Tuesday. You didn't skip the whole Lord, day. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> it is Tuesday. Yeah, so, that, that lets you know how my week is going so far. Man. Yeah, he just wanted to figure. He wanted to forget about Monday. He was like, you know, what? Monday wasn't that great, so I'm gonna do a do over. Today's gonna be Monday, <laughs> all right? I don't care what nobody says. Today's Monday, all right? So, um, so Yo, it's really Tuesday today. Oh my yeah, God. it's been it's gonna be Tuesday for man. another four hours at the least. I'm tripping. Man. <laughs> um, so. You were you're in the Navy. How long have you been in the Navy? Um, I'm going on 12 years now. Yeah, 12 okay. years. Yeah, so it's so. safe to say that you're going to make it a career, I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, it, it's been a career so far. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where where uh, the next few years will be. Well, I, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, um, I'm under contract until uh, like 2027. So, Okay. So, so 2027 is five years from now. You'll be yeah. at 17 at yeah, that point. So, you ain't got but three more to go after that. I mean, that listen, man, that time, man, that, you can't get that time back. So that's true. That's a good point. That's, that's a good a point. Long, I mean, it don't sound like that long, but like uh when you start factoring family, loved ones, mm-hmm. and all that, it's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we got an opportunity to talk a little bit about your family. And I know family is something that you hold near and dear to you. So, yeah. you know, um, I can understand what you mean, you know, that you'll never get that time back. It's it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, in the five years I was in, I was overseas every year I was in. So, mm, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, I, see what I mean? I left and my my brothers and sisters was like, you know, eight and nine. I got back, they 13, 14 years yeah. old, you know, they grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. I get that. Well, I want to first off by saying, and I know you hear this from everybody, but, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you. Uh, thank really you. appreciate thank you for your it. Service. I'm happy to serve, though. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So in Chicago, where are you from originally? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, man. Okay. You had your accent pretty well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been all over. So now mm-hmm. if you put me against somebody else like from New York or from Brooklyn, I mean, you you'd be like, Yeah, he's not from Brooklyn, but he definitely <laughs> he from like, I don't know, wherever you might think I'm from, but it, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard now. You know, mm-hmm. only way it really come out for real is like if I'm really upset or something like that. I got you. Okay. So, so what was the move like coming from, well, firstly, how long have you been in Chicago and where did you, where were you before? Um, I just got to Chicago like uh, back in like March, like the end of March. Uh, okay. I want to so say recently. like about March in the like 20s, late 20s, mm-hmm. maybe 24th to be exact. Mm-hmm. And I was in Virginia before this. So I've been like about almost two months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I was coming from Virginia and I kind of abruptly moved from like Virginia to uh, uh, Chicago. So mm-hmm. I had like uh, maybe like a month turnaround that I had to move from Virginia to Chicago. So, wow. yeah. So, I mean, I still got like uh, my place in uh, Virginia right now. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I just didn't have enough time to like move all my stuff or move somebody in there or sell a house or whatnot. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes the military just. They just, I don't know, they just make moves, man. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I can definitely attest to that, you know, for sure, being in the time that I was in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so far, two months is not a long time in Chicago. What nah. do you think so far? Um, I, well, this is not what I expected. Like, as far as the weather, like, that's, it's, it's kind of like, I always hear that the weather's trash. Oh, yeah. The weather is trash. I, I got it. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's, like today, it started off um, pretty decent weather, but now it's cold as hell outside. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things. I mean, everybody always talk about like shooting and all that shit in Chicago. I mean, it's that. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything like that, but it's some stuff that like uh, worth mentioning that people don't mention in Chicago. Like, I mean, you see like a lot of skunks out here. I've never seen a skunk in my life. Really? Came out here, ever. Not in Virginia? Like, nah. I, yo, I, I seen it on TV. TV. And that <laughs> Pepe right? Le Pew. Like, my man, Pepe Le Pew. Like, I, I saw Pepe Le Pew one time. I was driving. I was like, oh, shit. I started rolling windows up. I ain't want none of their business. Yeah. And, um, it's like, um, it's like gnats, like crazy out here. Like mm-hmm. Virginia. That's like the home of the flies out here is like gnats. I mean, you find like swarms of them like all over. Mm-hmm. They be all in your face, like all mm-hmm. in your face. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. And then when they say it's the Windy City, yo, the wind is so disrespectful out here, man. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> yo, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, I hate wow. it, man. especially in the morning. Like it's like the wind just be waiting for you to come out the house. <laughs> wind be like, all right. He, he coming out. He coming out right now. Yeah, it'd be so regular. And then as soon as you come out, the wind just, just be blowing, mm-hmm. like, blowing your hat off your head, just, like, disrespecting your clothes. I hate mm-hmm. it, man. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can, no. I mean, I can't tell you how many times like somebody has like opened that car door, bow, hit somebody else. I'm like, damn, man. I see wow. that. Wow. Wow. Um, so it's safe to say that after your time is up in uh, in Chicago, you you out, you chucking the deuces. Well, yeah, right, come on, man. Yeah, they got <laughs> they got to pay me well to stay out here. I'm not mm-hmm. hell. It's no way. I What's mean, your time frame there? Yeah, it's uh, I'll be here for like three years. Like it's 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 just not not thing because um, like uh, I never envisioned on coming here because of the fact like um, I've lived in like uh. You know, I've lived away from the uh, family just starting out for like a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before that, like, uh, so before that, I went from like, uh, I was living in D.C. away from the family. And then mm-hmm. from there, I went to Japan away from the family. And mm-hmm. then um, I went to like uh, Virginia away from the family. Uh, mm-hmm. D.C. was like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then um, Japan was like five plus, like five years, <sighs> six months, something like that. And mm-hmm. then out in Virginia, it was like uh, it was like three years. I'm in Virginia, but I was on sea duty, and um, I mean, I I was underway all the time, you know, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of uh, like underways deployments and stuff. So not a whole bunch of family time, mm-hmm. and so now I'm here. So when you total all that up, that's ten mm-hmm. years away, you know, from the right. Game. And right. I tell you, a lot of shit changed in ten years. So. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine so, man. That's you know, sometimes you know. Thinking about that, the sacrifices that we make, you know, to to try to, you know, give the people we love a better life, you know, when the best thing we can give them sometimes is just time, you know, yeah. um, and it's, it's difficult when when, you know, they get to an age where they can realize that. And, you know, unfortunately, time is the one thing that you can't get back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you when you say that. But, you know, um, one of the things that I've learned just in therapy and just in life in general is you just have to live for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Just deal with yeah. the moment that you have in front of you. Don't think about anything in the future. Don't think about anything in the past. Just deal with what's in front. That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah, you're right. Um, you spoke. Um, you uh, uh, you speak about it uh, from time to time. Remember, you had a show where you let me hear um, your friend. And she was speaking about uh, living intentionally or uh, live on purpose. You know what I mean? Life on purpose. Yeah. So, like, uh, you're right. You got to live in the moment. That's pretty much what, um, like, uh, living in the moment is or living present mm-hmm. is. Like, mm-hmm. living life on purpose and whatnot. So, right. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad you received that message. And, you know, eventually, one thing I can say, just looking back, even, you know, my, you know, my father and the sacrifices that he made for our family, even though at the time I might have been, you know, disappointed or upset, I can look back at it now as an adult, a full, you know, adult and say that he did the best he could with what he had, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And at the end of the day, um, you know, I can't fault him from that. I can't mm-hmm. fault anybody for giving me the best they could. Yeah. So I think that eventually, you know, people will come around and they'll be able to see the greatness behind it, you know, even though it may be hard now, it'll it'll come around. So, or at least that's my belief, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, I hope so. So what's your job in the in the military? I, in the army, we call it MOS. Yeah, I don't know what so, you guys call it in the Navy. So my job um, in the military is a YN, you know. So um, most of the time I work in the office. Like um, if I'm mm-hmm. like at shore duty, like right now, and I mean, I'm I'm like high up there. So mm-hmm. um, like I'm a chief petty officer in the Navy. And so mm-hmm. um 
what that equates for for me, like I'm sure duty. I'm I'm like an office manager pretty much. Like um, okay. I'm a administrative officer of like a, a school of students. Mm-hmm. And so um I'm I don't I don't want to say I don't do much. I mean, I review <laughs> I review like um I review like executive level like policy uh, mm-hmm. correspondence stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So um I'm like the last guy before it gets to the command officer just to make sure um uh things have that quality check and stuff like that make sure we um like abiding in the right policy mm-hmm. you know abiding in the right like way the navy is supposed to have things written and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you know i mean yeah that's pretty much what i do but the mos it, it, they would be like the yns okay and i will say um on shore duty like uh we in my opinion we don't do as much as we do on sea duty you know so like i said with my job right now um i'm pretty much just a administrative officer i mean mm-hmm. i review everything before it goes to the big boss right mm-hmm. and i mean i run uh, my job as the chief and whatnot and i mean I, i'm into a lot of sailors and um uh my group but then my only job is that so it's mm-hmm. amazing you know, okay. I, mean, I come in like eight, I leave by like uh sixteen hundred or four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get like uh about an hour or two of lunch break and whatnot. It's, it's nice. But mm-hmm. at sea duty as a as a yeoman, like um you like a firefighter, you're like a uh anti-terrorism guy, like you're you're like a guy on security, like uh with a machine mm-hmm. gun and a damn like mm-hmm. vest and helmet. You're okay. um like what else like uh you're like a medical personnel you're all these things you know so mm-hmm. it varies man you know? yeah so jack of all trades that's kind of you know similar to what my mos was in the army i that was in 92 yankees so unit supply specialist but mm-hmm. you know i was in an infantry unit so i did what they did you know yeah. so all the things that you underlined with things that i had to do too <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying so it wasn't like well i didn't get trained for this no no, no sir you a body we need you so get on out there yeah. And, uh, you know, it was it was definitely, um, you know, a, a, an amazing experience to be able to, you know, see the things that I saw. Mm-hmm. But I kind of would have liked to have done that on my own fruition as yeah. opposed to being told. But, you know, <laughs> what they say in the military, you're voluntold to do something. So yeah, not yeah. volunteer, you're voluntold. So, yeah, you right. know, <laughs> it is it is what it is. It, it gave me the structure, the structure that I, I, I have today. So I can't. Um, I can't, uh, you know, I can't speak badly about it. I'm, I'm appreciative of it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, joining the military, was this a dream? Is it family that kind of got you into it? Or, um, or what made that decision for you? Uh, so, uh, joining or what the military, made you make that decision? Yeah, yeah, Sorry. I know what you mean. So, joining the military for me, um, it wasn't really like a, a dream, I'll be honest. I mean, like my dad, <laughs> he served the military. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that was cold. He served, but I never really had no intentions to join. But I was mm-hmm. um, I was always getting in trouble and stuff like that, um, you know, just growing up and stuff, running around with, I guess, the wrong crowd or maybe the right crowd, which I was just doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time I got older and stuff, like uh, I just really didn't have any real skills and stuff because I just wasted all my time pretty much. And um, I remember I was working like at Target and whatnot. And me and this guy, like this guy had been working at Target for a while. He hated the place and everything. 
and he's like, yo, you know what, bro? Like, if like if I don't get a raise or if I don't get this position that if they don't, like, make me a, a manager, like, in two years, like, we join in, uh, like, I'm, I'm joining an army or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Like, at that time, I was like a, a, a pseudo follower. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I listen to everybody, like, but myself. And so mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. And so... Yeah, one came, stuff was looking crazy. Then yeah, two came, and I was just like, all right, I I don't know about this guy, but I think I'm jumping ship because um I needed it. You know, I didn't really have no um real ambition and stuff like that. I didn't have any like real structure, no real skills and stuff. So I joined like um because I was going to school and um I was going to school all day, all night, and then I was going to uh, work all night. So I thought if I do that in the military, I probably have more time than myself and I'll probably get paid more money. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And um uh when I got there, I realized that like it's like a whole world of professionals and stuff, and like damn man, I'm mm-hmm. I'm behind. And mm-hmm. so uh, I wanted to get out, but I stayed in because like I needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always running around getting in trouble doing dumb shit. So I needed mm-hmm. to like be an adult. And it helped me mm-hmm. be an adult. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. So, um, uh, give me a second, my husband. <laughs> he just texted me. Sure. Um, he asked me, can they eat? Um, sure. Um, <laughs> yes, you can eat, sir. You only eat when I tell you. No. Um, one of the, the, the things that we do often here at, uh, at Reggie's Expressions, and I didn't do this in the very beginning, is we ask, how are you? I know we kind of got 20 minutes in, but, you know, to me, I I look at that question as being one of the questions to really open the door for a conversation. So even though it's in the middle, I think it's the best. So I'm going to ask that question again. How are you, man? Oh, man. Um, I'm not even going to lie and say um, like today. um, I'm I'm not feeling the best, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm always smiling like, um, I got a lot on my mind lately, um, you know, just uh, being in the military. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you miss a lot of family. You miss a lot of, uh, you know, friends and all this shit. So today, like, if you asked me that, like, maybe last week, I'd have said, I'm doing amazing. So right now, I'm, I'm feeling a little, like, down, but I'm focused mm-hmm. and whatnot. And um, mm-hmm. I know where I need to be. So I'm Okay. Doing- and, you know, here also, and just me in life, you know, I'm, uh, I always tell, you know, my husband and just people that I'm around is to honor those feelings. And I, I mm-hmm. appreciate you ask, answering it as, pos- you know, as honestly as you possibly could, because sometimes things ain't all right. Like yesterday, I was in a very bad mood. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know why. I was just in a stank mood. And it was just like nothing that I did. I just felt like my head was in my ass and, you know, everything else you can think of. But it, the reality was, is I was just having a bad day. Mm. You know, and it's okay to have a bad day every now and then, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I I think a lot of times, you know, people, you know, especially in platforms like this, we want to sugarcoat it because we have a audience to play to. Not saying that that's what you did, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I think that it's authentic when you can discuss and have those conversations, which is kind of what I try to do with Reggie's expression. So um, I appreciate that. Um, And I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to get better for you. I, yeah. I have no doubt that you'll turn it back around and, 
you know, I'll make sure that I do my best to check on you to make sure you 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 doing okay. Yeah, you always do. Problem. I appreciate that, man. You do. Thank you. you. Do. I, I appreciate that. So I'll yeah. give him his five dollars after you know here for saying that on, <laughs> on on the national TVs. No, um, <laughs> so um, you did. I did hear you say son. You have a son, or did you? You. Yeah, I know I, you have a kid. Yeah, I have um two sons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, two two. two Okay. You think they're going to join the military? Uh, I don't want them to. Okay. Okay. So I hear that's that. Um, that's what I'm doing. Everything I'm doing now. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't really want them to. And it's mm-hmm. not, nothing's wrong with the military, but um, I don't want them to. Um, the reason I joined the military is because of like a lot of negative things. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't really a good person, to be honest, you know. I, I mean, I did, I did, um, I made a lot of mistakes and stuff like that. And um, me trying to be in a grown up and stuff like that and realizing like, all right, I, I got to get my shit together. That's mm-hmm. what led me to join. I don't want them to be in that same position. So mm-hmm. I, I'll say this, like if they want to join because they want to follow after my footsteps, I mean, if they're grown ups, hey, whatever. But mm-hmm. if I, I don't want them to feel like, they have to be in a position to join because they're missing something. Okay. That makes sense. No, I mean, it makes perfect sense. So I want to talk about it. I want to talk about if this is okay with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you you just said something that I don't really hear a lot of people say about themselves. And um, you said that you weren't a good person. And I'm not here to psychoanalyze you. But going based on what you said, what was it that made you decide that you wanted to be different? you know, then that person that you said was not good. Um, what was it? Um, man, I was, I don't know. I was always, I guess, running around with uh, my people, my group of people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we was always getting in trouble and stuff like that. And just, you know, just trying to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. But um, I think one uh, reason where, uh, or one uh, situation where I just wanted to, like get myself together. Um, I grew up with um, a lot of friends and stuff. And I guess long story short is um, one of uh, our guys, he kind of, you know, got set up with um, something, you know, getting uh, mixed with the wrong people. Uh, The guy died. And then I was just Mm -hmm. like, wow, we all grew up together. How did we, we get here? Mm -hmm. And after that, I just, I just, you know, I just wanted to really, really, commit to something better and so okay. i started just trying to get it together because um that's not really the life that um i envisioned you know growing mm-hmm. up i never envisioned like um this guy you know he was like what we knew each other since we were second grade and everybody mm-hmm. every one of us since we were kids we knew each other i never envisioned our lives going like that and i didn't want to continue it going on like that so mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I, I want to tell you, thank you for sharing that, sharing that. I mean, I don't know the details, but that, you know, I can align with that because I lost, you know, a good friend a couple of years ago, the one that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. Those things can definitely, you know, change your perspective yeah. uh, for sure. So, um, well, I'm glad that you're, you know, that you decided to to take the path that you did because it gave you that gave me the opportunity to meet, yeah. um, you know, the, the great uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I see nothing, you know, but good things coming coming from what I've seen so far. 
I appreciate so, that. I try. Um, yeah. yeah. Try. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the thing I like about you is, you know, you are honest in a place where it's easy to not be honest, you know, mm-hmm. especially in the military. Um, you know, it, it's, you see a lot of greatness, but you don't see what it takes for people to get there. And I think that's just in general, you know what I'm saying? And life, yeah. right? We see the greatness, but we don't see the stuff behind the scenes. And you do a very good job of pulling the, the curtain away to show people, hey, this is what you can do to be great. Mm-hmm. And then you also have that level of vulnerability as in like what you did now where you're like, hey, great can be hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I'm tired. <laughs> um, so thank you. Thank you for that. Now let's talk about a little bit about your 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 podcast, which is not a, a small feat at all. This dude has a following, y'all, so don't get it twisted. All right, <laughs> you know I might have my little fifteen people that download my uh, my my thing, but this dude has a following, so don't don't get it twisted. But uh, the name of the the podcast is Growth Talks from a Veteran. Um, how long have you been podcasting, and how did you settle on this being your point of view? about your podcast so i started um podcasting back in like uh september and um like i've always wanted to podcast man um i I didn't Mm -hmm. know like uh i wanted to podcast though like i always wanted to uh be Mm -hmm. in like uh radio or like broadcast radio or something like that i remember um i used to go to school for uh broadcasting and uh film production and Mm -hmm. so um before i joined the military that's what i was doing and so I wanted to do that. Like uh, I was working in a radio studio before and I was just like, damn, I want to, I want to do it. But I knew um, if I can be like, it, I had a little bit of humility to know that I didn't really have anything to talk about. And so I just kind of left it alone. That's and not then, true. Yeah, I mean, That's well, at the time, I, I like what I you wanted. You felt that to way then. About, yeah. What I, I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to like, you know, well, what I had to talk about, I just, I, I wanted to talk about something else, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. So um, in the military and stuff, like just through my time in the service, I just forgot about it all. But mm-hmm. then um, one moment in like uh, 2019, I had a, um, a new team, right? And mm-hmm. I was inexperienced as a leader and I was faking it the whole time. And that team that I had, they knew, they knew that like, I wasn't really a good leader and I proved really ineffective. So from like about 2018 to 2019, like um, I had kind of lost a a lot of the respect for my team and stuff like that. My leaders were just like, Jesus, this guy is like the lowest. He's like the lowest guy on the totem pole right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't really effective and stuff like that. And I, I, I had felt real bad. And so I was at like this this low point in my life, and um, my mentor at the time, uh, her name is uh, Sandra Tyree. Like mm-hmm. she 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 let me know like, hey, you know what? Like um, this was at my evaluation, right? Um, and she it's like an appraisal for civilians, right? So she's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know what? I could tell you give a shit. Like um, you're a good sailor, but you're a terrible leader. You don't deserve this. And I got a good evaluation too, right? Because my mm-hmm. competition wasn't really that good. My performance as an individual mm-hmm. was good, but as a leader, it wasn't good. Right. Right. And so she told me, like, you are a really good seller. I could tell you give a shit, but as a leader, you are terrible. You don't really deserve this evaluation. This is a good evaluation. And you don't deserve it. And uh, I told her, like, um, you're right. 
you you're absolutely right but next year i'm gonna make you believe that i deserve my next one because i'm gonna get another good evaluation and so like in the military and the navy there's like a, a scale you have like uh like a, you have sp significant problems you have mm -hmm. uh p which is progressing uh mm -hmm. you have p which is promotable and you have mm -hmm. mp which is must promote and then you have ep which is early promote that's the scale wow. in which you would grade somebody like um in, in short right and so mm -hmm. at that at that appraisal i had got an ep which is the highest one right so wow but she said i didn't deserve it and if you can uh peel that curtain back i really didn't deserve it you know because at my rank at that time I measured on what I do for my people, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. um, the next year plays out. So 2020 happens. And um, she helped me to turn my whole life around because she became my mentor and she just uh, really changed my whole life around. And when my whole life was uh, turned around, I, I finally had something that I wanted to talk about. Right? I mm -hmm. wanted to... Um, to help people come from like, you know, that real, real low place to like uh, that high place of like performance for them and then their team around them. So that's mm -hmm. what I started podcasting. I know that's a long ass answer. But no, 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 no. I appreciate that. I mean, it was, that was, you know, definitely a journey that you took us on. And, you know, I, I like the, the fact that you, you know, was well-rounded, you know what I'm saying? And, and you end up, you know, making that choice to, to, you know, be what you now consider a good soldier. I think it was always in you, like she said. You just needed her to kind of pull that out of you a little bit. So yeah, yeah, um, maybe, yeah. But she definitely did that, man. You know, always got respect for her for that. Do you still keep in contact with her? You know what? I feel bad. My last time I'm hitting her up was um some months ago, and I've been and I've been uh, flirting with like uh, hitting her up lately, but um, I just. I just haven't, and I feel like mm -hmm. an asshole for it. You know, I no. mean, I'm a little reluctant uh, right now because I've been, um, I've just been in my, I've just been in my, in my, in my zone and uh, my isolation bubble, mm -hmm. and so I haven't been really reaching out to much uh, military members like that. So mm -hmm. it might do you some good, man. That might be something that you need to do to kind of get it back will. to center. You know what I'm saying? For it sure. will. Yeah. Um, so I, I now I'm starting to understand why it will be a difficult decision to, you know, to figure out whether you're going to stay or, or, or go um, in the military, just considering what you've told me so far. Um, so let's, you know, what what else would you do? Let's say you five years later, five years late, five years, five years. Dang, I can't talk five years later. Um, <laughs> And now you you decided that you wanted to get out. What would be you know something that you would do in the, on the civilian side? Oh, uh, oh man, that's that's um, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think I don't think that I would necessarily uh, work with like the government unless I had to. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. I would. <clears throat> I think I would uh, go back to school. Uh, finish my degree and. Mm -hmm. uh broadcasting television obviously yeah um right now i think i would like uh um i would make like uh you know short films slash mm -hmm. like youtube videos on the side and mm -hmm. i think i would um maybe uh 
teach or be like a um a uh either a social worker or a mentor of some sort you know okay i can see that man i can definitely yeah. see it i, I sure. think i would do that if i if i um if i'm having a hard time like mm -hmm. uh finding like uh the dream things that i want to do because mm -hmm. uh, my resume it's actually uh pretty crazy like um i i can actually uh uh, break my resume in uh, uh, three different, uh, what do you call it? Three different profiles. So I have one for like a security specialist, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> which um, which is, is like a, I have a lot of high level qualifications mm -hmm. in the security world as far as like, um, like battery release authority, which is basically like, um, you know, the ability to authorize people to shoot people. Um, I have, um, a lot of experience in the, uh, the firefighting scene, if you will. So in our, mm -hmm. in the Navy it's called like damage control, mm -hmm. but, um, in the civilian world it would be like firefighting. I'm like highly qualified and like, um, that right there too. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've, I put a lot of work in that stuff too. So I would, mm -hmm. if I couldn't find anything else, I would work in one of those fields or it would be um, something related to um, safety instruction and stuff like that, like a like a QA guy or something like that in the safety world. Because um, mm -hmm. in that area, like um, I'm I'm highly qualified in in like um, that area too, as far as a person or workplace safety. You know, mm -hmm. so I mean, I have some options, but I would do what I want to do. You know, what I what I, I dream to do, which is basically <laughs> make films and like you know okay. videos and shit like that you answered the question that i was gonna ask i was like because you did say something about that dream you know don't no no dream deferred man you push towards making that stuff happen learn yeah. what you need to yeah. learn and and, yeah. and do what you got to do i think it's so, you know i think i think great. i said that that way if my lady ever ever hear this she'd be like right because um she asks me sometimes and mm -hmm. I, I tell her all the time like i would i would probably do whatever i want to do She's like, mm -hmm. well, why don't you, like, uh, why don't you just use some of your experience? I would like, if I need to, I will. I mean, mm -hmm. if I, if I like, damn, I have to get a job and make money. I mean, mm -hmm. I also write resumes and stuff. I know how to write resumes and stuff. So mm -hmm. I would just, you know, modernize uh, one of my resumes and boom, mm -hmm. I'll get a job. And I know it's better said than done. I mean, easier said than done. But mm -hmm. I mean, I do it for people now. So I don't think mm -hmm. it would be that much harder for me. But you gotta, you, you know, one of the things about doing what you, you know, dream of as opposed to doing what you are qualified to do is, is, you know, it feeling like work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. When, you, yeah. when you're doing what you dream, work, it doesn't feel like work. When you yeah. do what you need to do, there are going to be times where it feels like work. So I hope, not hope, I, you know, I, I do see it for you as long as you continue to to push forward. It's not difficult, you know what I'm saying? We got, you know, John Singleton, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Denzel Washington is a great, you know, example of of, of someone who who started from humble beginnings. So mm -hmm. it's definitely possible for you to be able to do. And uh it's just, you know, applying yourself and making sure it happens and you know, yeah. believing in yourself, even yeah. when other people don't. Yeah. You know, my lady right now, she's like, Look, like if you just get out right now, like fuck it, I'll, I'll take care of you and like until you do whatever like i just i just want you home and so i'm Aww. like i get it mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so. yeah yeah and i you know you have to do what's you know do what's best for you ultimately um in in that des deciding factor and hope 
you know, that it aligns with what her intentions are for you also, mm-hmm. you know, because the one thing I, I've learned is, you know, when you, well, this is from my own experience. So, you know, this is, I don't know you or your girlfriend or your spouse or whatever, but I, I can say that, you know, eventually if you don't see it through, that could be cause for resentment later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not just in her, but just in, you know, in life in general that, oh, I could have done it, but I didn't, you know, so, but you young, so you got time, you know Shit. what I'm saying? To, to, that to, much time. <laughs> man, I got you by, what, what are you, 30? Oh, shit, man. I don't want to give my age. Okay. Like well, I, I, I got you at least. Man, I give it, man. How old are you? 34. Okay. I got you. By, I got you by seven years. I'm 41. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you, you look like you're still in your 30s, man. I, I appreciate it. I wish my body felt the same way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it does not. So, <laughs> but I will say this, you know, um, I remember where I was, you know, seven years ago, you know, at your age at 34. I actually was at a transition for, because that was in 2014, I would have been, but fully 2015. I was in a serious relationship with Carlos at the time. And, you know, it was, it was, I was going through a transition where I, you know, because being a single male, it can be fly by night sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the, the downside of that is, you know, you, you, it gets lonely, Right. And you desire to meet somebody to uh, to, you know, make you better or or whatever. And luckily, I was in the in the right stages of, of the rest of my life. Yeah. And um, I say that to say, you know, you do have time to to, to figure out ultimately what you want to do, yeah. um, whether it be the next five years, two years. Or whatever. Life doesn't necessarily have a plan. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So even if you don't do the plan according to the way that you want to do it, as long as you're pushing towards that goal, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. never would have figured my life would have been the way that it was. Well, you know, and mostly because, you know, back in uh, 14, you couldn't get married as a gay man. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Carlos couldn't have got that wasn't even an option. So that wasn't even anything I was trying to consider. I was just, you know, for me, I just wanted somebody that I can spend my life with and 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 be with and be happy. That was it, you know. And then we could and we were able to. So that changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then a couple years down the line, I was like, man, you know, I really don't want to pay rent no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in this apartment complex and they' about to charge me fifty dollars more this next year. For the same square footage. Mm. Why yeah, would right. I do that? Nothing different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was I like, hey. Shit, I was like, hey, love, what do you think about, because we call each other love, what do you think about us buying a house? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, did that, got that done. We bought the house in 2016. Yeah. You know, five yeah. years, six years ago. It'll be That's six awesome. years this year. You right. know what I'm saying? And yeah, everything. Nobody renting anymore. You know? I pay it, it's, it goes to me owning my own home. You know what I'm saying? And my rent is less than, even though it would have it raised to be more than what it was at the time, in a two years' time, mm-hmm. my rent would have been exactly what it is now and it would have continued to go up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, 
and 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 you're not getting anything else from it like so you sign your your lease under the 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 contract of whatever it originally was and they just keep on tacking it on and it's nothing mm-hmm. new like what the hell's the point of that mm-hmm. and so, you know the the you know, no disrespect, no disrespect to anybody that decides to rent. For some people, that works. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But to me, it wasn't a viable option. And I think a lot of a part of that has something to do with you know, you know, wanting my part of the American dream as well. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I can't deny that that was probably something that influenced my decision too. But you know, things worked out. You know, to where I was able to make that happen, and it really wasn't as difficult as it might have been. You know, for some. So. Oh. Let me say this, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to renting and buying and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, nobody never really uh, taught me this. I learned this from um, uh, a white guy from Alabama. You know, um, they uh, African Americans, they, 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 everybody wants to be wealthy or look wealthy and stuff like that, look rich and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. The idea that a lot of black people have about uh, wealth and shit like that is like, if you look like what's on TV, you're rich. And mm-hmm. that's not it. I mean, mm-hmm. like um, this white guy from Alabama pretty much told me, you know, real good guy, man. Um, he, he said, like, you need property, man. Like, you, you mm-hmm. need property. At the time, he didn't even, like, uh, he didn't know, like, I, I had property. Like, this is like one of our first conversations and stuff. And mm-hmm. we speak about the importance of building wealth. Mm-hmm. It starts with that property. I mean, mm-hmm. that has to be more important than that apartment or mm-hmm. those sneakers or that bag and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like that that house that you sit on for years, like like you build equity and you build all this stuff and then mm-hmm. you pass it on to your kids. And this mm-hmm. is how other people or other uh, races of people do it. And it's I'm not trying to make it a race thing, but I think that with uh, black people, we are the ones that's missing that lesson because mm-hmm. we want everything right now. We want the look and the flair of things. Mm-hmm. I but I, but I, I, I want to put that in perspective. I, I, you know, I, I want to put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part about us here in black, you know, being African-Americans, and we have to put this in perspective, is these things that comes so easy to them isn't built for us in the same way mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have things like redlining and, you know, um, you know, credit scores and all that other stuff that are meant to, to, to keep us, you know, at a distance. You know what I'm saying? You know, the fact that we can sell a house and it'd be a few thousand dollars, a uh, hundred thousand dollars less than the same white person who sells that home. You know what I'm saying? So there's systemic things that we also have to put in place and make sure that we recognize is a part of what's keeping us back as well. I'm not saying that we don't keep each other back because we do, but a lot of this stuff isn't, it's not based on things that we've done. This is things that have been taught to us due to white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Through Jim Crow laws and through, you know, all the, 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 the 400 years of oppression. And then, you know, they take the, you know, the race has been going for 400 years at this point. And then they take the ban off us and say, black people, okay, go forward and, 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 and get to where everybody else is. You know what I'm saying? We have yeah. to put that in perspective. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you are right. You, you're right in a sense, right? But I can say this, right? 
when 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 we as people no matter who you are honestly let's let's take it away from black people right when you when you get to that point where it's like all right you're out there figure out things uh for yourself it's all about how you do it it's all about uh who you do it around and stuff like that what i mean by that is uh um with 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 some of us um we we need to like find out how to get these things right i always say if somebody else did it we can do it right if sure. this guy did it i can do it that's how but we like have it. we have to we have to make sure that the level field is is uh the playing field is level and it's not it, it so i think that so. the way to get it level is through uh, these two things um one is reading right if you like there's so much information in a book that that can't be hidden from you unless you um, read the book right if if you read those books and stuff like that that that's that's like information and stuff that people are not telling you right and right I, but what what about those folks who don't have the ability to you know who are living below the poverty line and who you know have all that because again you know the black community and just for example from where i came from you know being in albany georgia you know born and raised in the, in the south and martin luther king and all that other stuff mm -hmm. and i understand where you're coming from we have to seek the knowledge i'm mm -hmm. not saying that that's not true and i'm also not putting that perspective away and ignoring the fact that that is something that we can do to enhance ourselves mm -hmm. but i also want to make sure that we acknowledge that it, it hadn't always been this way yeah of and course. that you know we we are only what maybe two or three generations from Jim Crow laws where black people couldn't read and segregation mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. I mean, that was in the sixties. Yeah. You know, that was also in the fifties. My daddy's 70 years old. Right. So we have a lot of people who are still living in this world who are black folks in general, who are still going through survival mode. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to thriving, like what most white people have been given the opportunity to do because they hadn't had to fight for the things that we fought for as much as we have you get what i'm saying yeah i understand that but um like uh the the way i see it is like even though we have uh, been in that situation like the reality is we're not there no more right we're, we're not really like fighting like i think um sometimes like we're, we're fighting against the systems and stuff so we're fighting against uh like a, a couple of things we're fighting against the the, the system of design the way things are and then sometimes I think uh, that we're fighting against like who we are, if we can be honest with us. I agree. I, I agree with you in that instance, you know, that we do fight. And I think that that's not a nuance just to black folks. That's just people in general. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I will I will say this, you know, we're not there yet. But then you also have and I keep going back to this when they decided and I say they the government decided that, hey, we we want to make we don't want to treat people the way they treated us for all these years. It wasn't as if they gave us an opportunity to get there like they gave everybody else. Mm -hmm. We had to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The race had been running for 400 years mm -hmm. and it just said black people catch up. Mm -hmm. And now they're holding us responsible for you know the tools and things that we need to be successful when we didn't have that same thing. Like even though segregation ended in a lot of places, there were quite a few uh, places that was well into the 70s that didn't desegregate because they just didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Even though it had become a national law. I understand so, that. 
So even with that being said, you know, we still have people, even though they were given the opportunity and this was law, and, you know, the same thing happened with slavery. Even though slavery had been abolished, mm-hmm. it was two years in Texas before they was like, all right, well, y'all ain't slaves no more because this man said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> in, in eight, that's where Juneteenth came from. In 1865, they was just like, all right, well, we're going to do what everybody else does. And we don't want, you know, for whatever reason, you know, uh, I think it was because, um, I don't remember. I, I can't get into the specifics of it because it just you know, becomes me at this point. But I say all that to say we have to acknowledge, and that's with anybody, whether it's black, white, whatever the case may be, we have to acknowledge the roadblocks in which we've had in order to get to where we are. I do agree with you that we do have a long way to go. And we were talking about uh, Kevin Samuels earlier today, mm-hmm. you know, where we spend a lot of time talking about this man who really didn't bring anything new to the table rather than discussing the conversations in terms of what happened on Sunday with the Buffalo, um, you know, uh, shooting where 10 people died, you know what I'm Man, saying? Uh, listen, so I can't even, bruh, I, I try not to, uh, I try not to like, uh, speak about like, uh, like, you know, colors and shit like that, because I mean, I'm a, I'm a military guy. I serve with, a lot of uh, people in the military, a lot of different races and all this shit. But I mean, with that right there, I mean, that I, I don't think I can't even say that's something beyond like a racist right there, man. This guy had like 180 pages of just hateful shit. You know, I mean, I don't know how you even have that time to where uh, you got 180 pages of just whatever the hell are you thinking about like black people mm-hmm. and stuff like that i mean and, you know i think it i think it really is as simple as what it is you know he was a person that hate whether it was race or whatever he hated people so you know the unfortunate thing about you know this this pandemic is it gave a lot of people a lot of time to think of things that are not positive and i think he just acted on you know it was just unfortunate because all those people they 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 didn't have to die you know what i'm saying and, you know, I don't know your experience when, you know, you being in the military, but I do know mine. And I know I was I served with a whole bunch of racists. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But this was also in 1999, you know, five years during, you know, 2004. So the experience, you know, is vastly different than what you what you acknowledge or what you may have gone through. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I see all that to say that. And I'm, you know, I understand where you're coming from in the instance of not, you know, wanting to speak about race and all that other stuff, you know, for whatever reason. I don't know. Don't but, get me wrong. So, in 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 where I'm at, like, um, there are people that, I mean, there are like a uh, bunches here and there who who had their reservations about, like, uh, whoever they might consider as a minority. Right, mm-hmm. you know who they are because of how they are, right? Um, I mean, sometimes like uh, you can like if if everything does things like a duck, that thing is a duck, and then those are the type of people I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And you know they can say all the right things, you know, read all the trainings and stuff like that, but then their actions show that mm-hmm. there's people like that, like in the military and the navy and mm-hmm. things like that. 
right but those are the fuse that um that that they're becoming the minorities honestly but there is people like that so i can't really I, say it's, i don't want i can't really it exists i can't really well i mean i i it's it's hard for me to just from what i've seen in the in the recent days it's hard for me to believe that you know um that thought pattern in terms of being racist and all that other stuff is becoming a minority you know what i'm saying it's just it, there are too many things that have happened in our system that has made me how do you say cynical to the fact that you know that 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 i don't know i don't know i don't know it's <laughs> um but I, I will say this um I do. I, I love. I love black folks as much as people. As much as we do upset me sometimes, mm-hmm. I will always give black people, yourself included, grace. Just because I feel like that wasn't always given to us. Mm-hmm. You know, in certain situations, it's just well, you should learn because you have the tools for it. You know, there's no compassion when it comes to the black experience. It's a lot of times when it comes to folks. Yeah. So for me, I feel like it's my do it's my duty to make sure that I stand for us firstly mm-hmm. on my blackness, because I'm proud of being black. I'm not saying that you're not. That's not yeah. in, 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 in no, at all. I'm, like a, I'm not, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm proud to be black. And as much as it upsets me sometimes to see us go on these tangents, I also know that what's happening in this world with us is exactly the way the system was designed. And what what we're having now is the issue. We're having a tough time trying to change that because the powers that be don't look like us, don't care about us. Don't we're, they think that we're a special interest, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's always going to be the case, you know, no matter what. So, I think the um, the roles that I somehow like um, like the take when it comes to that is like um, I try to give like um, you know uh, black people like myself like like tools and resources and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then like I say like everybody that's like against you or that's prejudiced against you or anything like that, fuck them. Like these guys, they're here and they're gonna be here. But you know what? act like they don't exist don't listen to whatever the hell they say and go and and live your life Mm -hmm. but Uh, the unfortunate the unfortunate part about that is even if that's the case a lot of the you know laws and things that are in place disproportionately affect us mm -hmm. more than it does any other race so even if we were to say i'm not going to be around that racist or be you know in communion with that racist they still no, so what I mean is like, is like, um, I mean they they gonna exist. What I mean when I say fuck them is like, like don't don't put all your energy or in your all your eggs in that basket, right? Okay. Like don't put your your brain power and all that shit into mm-hmm. whatever the hell is going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like just put it in towards like what you are trying to get done, because mm-hmm. when we when we harness that energy and shit like that like like that keep us away from our goal man you know so mm-hmm. that's where i try to come from i'm from mm-hmm. it, so. mm-hmm. and it, you know one of the things that james baldwin said back in the day is to be a conscious black person is to be enraged every day because 
you see things and it's difficult sometimes to be able to explain. And I have these conversations with my husband, you know, just for example, a couple of weeks ago, he was able to scream and yell at work and still was able to come home and be like, and be able to live and tell about it. Mm-hmm. Had I done that same thing, I would have been fired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I know the difference and it's hard for me to stand by and be like, Oh, you, you know, you, you stood up for yourself. And for me, it's like, you know, motherfucker, why would you do that? Like, why would you? Why would you say that shit? Your ass could have got fired. And that's the only way I can see it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm but saying for him, he thinks, like he thinks that because he was frustrated, it was okay. It's like, nah, 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 nah. We don't, we don't act like that in this house. You know? But that's his perspective. And that's the way he does things. And we, we have to learn to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too... Knowing that fact is something that enrages me whenever there are situations that happen that I know for a fact it wouldn't be the same if it was a black person. And I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean by, you know, being black and woke or whatever you want to call it. You seeing that and knowing that it's incensing. It's incensing sometimes, you know. Um, But anyway, without all with all of it, this that I can go all day about that, and, it, and, it, and I'm passionate about it because, you know, I, I I'm just very passionate about it, and I feel like there's a lot more to learn and a lot more to do, uh, and we have a long way to go as people in this country. Yeah, and it starts with having conversations like this, even though it might feel uncomfortable or awkward or weird. You know what I'm saying? We have to be willing to push past that and continue to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? And um, I hope that, you know, that this doesn't come off as a tangent. And even if it does, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. It is what it is. I'm just saying to the people out there, you know what I'm saying? To y'all who might hear this and be like, want to turn it off. I hope that you stick around to listen to whatever else is being said, because sometimes the conversation has to go there. Hey, do you mind if I uh, share this? Um, I guess um thing on my page like is it all right yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I, you know i just thought i'd ask me yeah. platform is sue platform okay <laughs> i appreciate you man all right sorry no no you can continue man don't don't oh. don't um all right. Let's see here. Okay. So with that being said, guys, we are at an hour and I feel like me and Mr. Tony going to have to have a um a part two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I because, think so. You know, um, you know, we the thing that I like about this conversation is even though both of us may have varying uh, points of view, we're able to come back to center and say, you know what? I agree to disagree. And it doesn't become this show where we attack each other. And we're not really listening. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's difficult sometimes when you have a point of view that you're so passionate about. It's hard to hear somebody else come in and actually say something that's completely opposite. But that's the only way that we're going to be able to grow in yeah. these kind of circumstances and situations. So and, and you know what? I appreciate let you me, challenging me for that. No, no. But let me let me say. So um, I, I'm, I'm aware that... Uh, my perspective on um, some things is like slightly different and stuff. And um, like one person, um, you know, like a, a fellow black folk, uh, one person was like, uh, oh, yeah, you're like uh, like all lives matters kind of person. I was like, 
right, I, I see where you come from. You know, a little bit of an attack. All right, we was all like on a page or whatnot. Um, you know, I had I got off the page now because it was just like a toxic shit going on. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, I mean, I'll show you. Like, I I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I know who I am. Uh, you know, I, I know what's going on and stuff like that. But it's just it's just the way I think lately. You know, you know but, and. Uh, and I can understand why you think that way. You and I grew up in very different generations. You know what I'm saying? And we also grew up in very different parts of the world. I'm from Georgia originally. So yeah. I see it. I grew up with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I know yeah. I know and how to shuck and jive and 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 I know what that was like. And mm-hmm. I know that there was a stark difference between white folks and black folks, and it didn't come from having you know, conversations deeply from my folks. It was mm-hmm. in the air. It was the way that on this side of town, I didn't see white people, but it wasn't until I went on the other side of town. And when I went to school that I would interact with white folks, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then I also know that my parents were born in the fifties and the sixties or fifties because my parents were both born in 1950. Yeah. So there, you know, a lot of what I'm the experience that I've gotten and that I've learned is based on their eyes and how they taught me based on the things that they learned, mm-hmm. you know? So I get why you can say the things in, in the way that you say them. I might not agree, mm-hmm. but I can understand where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. I respect you enough and anybody else that decide they want to come on this platform to be able to allow you to speak your truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That don't yeah. mean I'm not going to get frustrated and upset like I did. Did you? But at the same, Wait, you? Well, no, 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 no. I was just saying, you know, just... I got passionate about it and it becomes tough for me to use my words sometimes, you know, but don't apologize. It wasn't, it wasn't, I think that that you have to understand when you are, when you've gone through the experiences that I've gone through, when people talk about race, especially what I've, when you've gone through what I've gone through, and just had the conversations with the people that I've been around a lot, you can't take this, this conversation, serious you know what i'm saying um and it becomes difficult just me as a person and me being very emotional to stay centered you know what i'm saying like i can i can never be on a debate team because i want to fight everybody because like i know this is right because i know and they like reggie you ain't got no cite your sources i don't need no sources you know what i'm saying it's so I get that. That's just the kind of person I am. I have to pick and choose my battles. But, yeah. you know, sometimes I do say stuff eloquently mm-hmm. enough to be able to get my point across. And, you know, you know, that's the only thing I can hope for at the end of the day. Yeah. So um, with that being said, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the gift of time here. Um, I appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, we are going to have a part two uh, for sure. And um, Tony, this was good, man. I appreciate you. you yeah, yeah, definitely. Up, man. Yeah, yeah, you've sure. elevated the conversation. I think all these four people are your people. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, Carlos, thank you, love. You're the only one that cares. Um, <laughs> do you see? Oh, you don't see his comment. Carlos put this there. Um, <laughs> thanks. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh yeah this was fun for me we we got an opportunity to elevate the conversation and i love your point of view and you know the next conversation we're going to talk more about growth talks from a veteran and you know some of those conversations and and how you frame it you know from time to time okay so um let the people know where they can find you sir and i'll make sure that i put this in the show notes 
Okay, cool. All right, so you guys can follow me at uh, Grove Talks from a Veteran.com. That's my website. Also, you can um, find me on uh, Facebook at Grove Talks from a Veteran. That's uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Tone underscore I am. And that is mm-hmm. Tone underscore I am. And then I'm also on YouTube, Grove Talks from a Veteran as well. So if you guys want to follow me, follow me, subscribe to me. All that good stuff. And um, also follow uh, Reggie if you guys haven't already. <laughs> right? um, I Reggie, hope you did. Yeah, right. Reggie's expressions. Um, You know, I, I check in his show every once in a while and uh, whatnot. And uh, that's why I know everything that I do know about Reggie. You know, I, I, I just <laughs> see like, the guy in the corner, like uh, listening to all the podcasts and looking at all the videos and stuff. So I appreciate uh, that, man. Also to a uh, Black Podcast Association. BPA uh, and the rest of the group over there, these guys are doing amazing things, man. So, yeah, uh, we can't they're responsible, that. they're responsible for this connection here. Yeah, so, that's a fact, that's a fact, you know, yeah, absolutely, everybody. Yeah, so thank you for having me. I really appreciate you for having me, man. Um, I'm, I'm glad we can, um, we can, uh, I'm glad that we're cool enough to say, hey, short notice kind of thing, mm-hmm. let's put it together and it get done. So, thank you for that, man. Absolutely. So uh, with that being said, you guys have a good rest of your night. I will. This will be uploaded tomorrow. Um, I'll make sure I have all the show notes that I have. And that's been another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Do you mind holding back, uh, Tony? What's that? Do you mind holding back? What does that mean? Staying. Staying. Because I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the live. All right. Bye, guys. Peace. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC. Mm-hmm.